Welcome to Aphesis Church Podcast Channel. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina area, we would love to get to know you better and for you to experience what Aphesis is all about. If you would like more information about us, please visit our website at aphesischurch.com. It is our prayer that this message truly speaks to you. God bless. I am, again, so excited to be with you all today. I am uh, been looking forward to this moment, this time. And uh, if you have your Bibles, I want to ask you to stand. Uh, I don't know if you have, uh, if you have uh, heard of us, but I'm going to try my best to behave. I'm going to also try my best to be quick. I, I understand that, you know, lunch is coming upon us. And I'm the only thing standing in front of hungry apostolics. <laughs> That's a very scary place to be. Not to mention, kids are like, I hope this guy hurries up. We're going on a trip. <laughs> so I realize that all of this is happening. So I will try to be uh, very brief. But at the same time, I feel like I have a word for you today. Psalms 100 verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Today, for a short time, I want to speak to you on this subject, purposed for praise. Purposed for praise. Lord, I love you. I thank you for your mercy that is new every morning. God, I thank you because you have been so kind to me, so gracious. You have been my savior, my king, but more than that, you've been my friend. God, I come before you right now asking you that you would open up our minds, our hearts. Let your anointing overflow, Lord Jesus. Saturate this place, God. Give us revelation. Give me clarity of thought and speech. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I bless you. I give you honor and praise in Jesus' holy name, in Jesus' holy name. And everyone say amen. amen. Clap your hands to the Lord as you're seated. <clears throat> you're you're going to have to excuse me because you're... Your pastor, uh, we like he said he he did. Uh, we we got a chance to preach a, a conference together, and uh, out of all the speakers that w that were there, uh, I, I'm and I promise you, I'm not saying this. My wife is here, so she will shake her head. No, he's not telling the truth. If this, is not. but of all the speakers there, your pastor was my favorite. I, I, listen, I drove home that Saturday just bawling, almost felt, almost swerved off the road just crying at the word that your pastor uh, gave. And then we had a chance to spend some time uh, together last night with he and his family. And so uh, I'm telling you all this to, to kind of give you a little bit of preference that, that uh, he's made the mistake and allowed me to feel a little comfortable. <laughs> 
So you're going to have to excuse me from, from the get-go because I, I'm feeling a little comfortable. I feel like I'm at home, and I feel like God has given me something to, to help us understand. See, there's something that we need to understand as a people. We are purposed and designed and created for one purpose. We are created to praise God. Creation or to create, what does that mean? It means to call something to exist, to call something unique that would not naturally evolve or something that is not ordinarily happened to process or to occur. What is praise? Praise is a comment or an expression. It's an action that's made in public or in private. It's made to uplift. It's made to exalt. It's made to, to, to carry someone through and to give someone a, a gumption that you approve of what they are doing. And I believe that we, the church, you and I, we are the church, and we were designed for one particular purpose and one particular reason. Our design is to praise God. Now, I know that seems a little strange because there are many of you in this building that have a lot of talents. I know that I'm looking at people that can do things with your hands, and you can probably create things. I was just commenting on how beautiful this backdrop is that your pastor did. He, there's a lot of creativity and a lot of things that you all can do, but can I tell you that everything else that you do is nothing more than a byproduct of what you were originally designed to do. Y'all gonna make me get excited up in here. Listen, I'm here to tell somebody, we the church are designed to praise the name of Jesus. The defining staple of an apostolic church is the way that we praise the name of Jesus. Let me say that a little different. When somebody walks through those back doors, they ought to come in this place and their eyes ought to get as big as saucers and say, wow. I didn't know that I can praise God like that. Somebody ought to hear me. Our praise shouldn't be some weak, fake, lazy, complacent, little golf clap, slip up the hand, seek a friend. No, 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 no. I'm apostolic. From the top of my head to the sole of my feet, our praise ought to be exuberant. Our praise ought to be exciting. Our praise ought to be something to give them something to talk about. If they walk through those doors, they ought to say, Wow, I'm in some place I didn't know I can praise like this. You, you don't understand what I've been through, uh, Brother Luther. You, you just don't understand what I'm going through. Uh, times is tough right now, and, and, I, and I don't know if I can. Listen, if you need a, pray, a reason to praise God, he woke you up this morning. Listen, you got a right to praise the name of Jesus. If you don't have a right, I got a right to praise him. For he blessed my wife. He blessed me with a beautiful wife. He blessed me with a healthy child. He has touched my life. And for that, I gotta give him glory. For that, I gotta give him praise. Because God has been so good to me. I wonder if somebody can take a moment and begin to think what God has done and just lift your hands and say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you.
thank you, because you're worthy. I was going to try to stay up here. I'm not the only one here that has a testimony. Some of y'all were wrapped up in drugs. Some of y'all were wrapped up in alcohol. Some of y'all were wrapped up in all kinds of addictions. But look at you now. You're in the house of God, giving God some glory. Somebody ought to just take a moment and say, I got a right to praise him. I was raised in the church, you know. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no testimony. Come on. I'm just a, I'm just a young kid. I ain't got no reason to I ain't got no reason to praise God. You see, you see all these people in here? Let me tell y'all young people something. You got a right to praise God just as much as us elders because you might not have the testimony that says, I don't know what drugs is and I don't know what alcohol is, but that's the point. You got a testimony that says, God kept me from drugs. God kept me. You ought when us old folks start shouting and dancing, you ought to grab a hold of us and just shout just like us because God is blessed. There's a reason why we do it. I like to try to live by a motto, mm -hmm. best as I can. And the motto is giving thanks gets you into the gates. How many know that it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord? But giving thanks to the Lord just allows you in the building. Worship, the way you live your life every day, allows you in his courts. It's a beautiful thing to be in the presence of Almighty God. But how many know that it is very possible to be in somebody's presence and not have their attention. Parents, grandparents, your kids do it to you all the time. Our kids was doing it to us. We're in their presence. We don't have their attention. And that's the reason why I tell you that your thanks get you in the building. Your worship gets you in his presence. But praise gets you his attention. I don't think you understand why that's so important. When you got God's attention, miracles happen. When you got God's attention, blessings are poured out. When you got, listen, there's all kinds of people here today and everybody's got your own need. But when I'm in the house of God, I want him to know I'm here, not for you. I love you. I'm glad you're here, but I've come to lift up the name of Jesus because I got that's yes. too much. I'm really trying to behave. <laughs> Is that really necessary? Come on. You don't need to do all that. You know what? Can I tell y'all something? Mm -hmm. 
Did you know that they used to call us crazy? <laughs> Where's my, I don't have any elders in here. Other than me, I'm the only one with gray hair up in here, really? I want you to listen. You see Pastor over there? He can tell you. Back in the day, they used to call us an occult. You know why? It's because when the elders came into the presence of God, they didn't have to be pumped and primed. They realized, listen, we're a little spoiled. We're a little spoiled. Because if I got a headache, I, I take some medicine. If I'm not feeling that well, get, get a little antacid and I'm, you know, you know, I'll count it. But, but our elders didn't have the money for medicine like that. They understood that I need something from God. And so when I go to the house of God, I can't just walk in and just... They said, no, 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 no. You can sit there if you want to, but I'm going to come in the house and I'm going to shout until I feel his glory because they realize I got a need and I got to praise him for my blessing. Is that too much? Is that too much? Is that really, that's just, you don't really have to, to do all of that. You, just, you, you know what? If I need so yes, I'm going I'm to use you over here. If I come to the house of God, and, and, and I need something, if I come in like this, This sends a message. This message says, I'm here, but I'm really not here. But if, I want you, can you come sit right here for me? Sit right here. Right here. If I need pastor's attention over there, I don't do this. It might be negative attention. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do this. I need, I really need his attention. I, I don't do this. You, you know what I do? I sit up a little bit. Get on the edge of my seat. But I realize that sometimes this is not enough either. So you know what I got to do? Stand with me. Sometimes I got to stand a little bit. Because now... I'm in a little bit better position to get the attention of who I need. You didn't get that. But the problem is, I'm a little vertically challenged. All right. Me too. And sometimes when I'm trying to get his attention, there's an obstacle in my way. And so if I really still need to get him, I don't just stay here and say, oh, well, I guess he just can't see me. You know what I do? Yeah. 
Why? Because I realize I got a need. And if I'm trying to get his attention, I got to do something that nobody else is willing. That's what our elders did. They came into the house of God and they said, I'll dance. I'll shout. I'll roll. I don't care what I got to do. I need God today. Somebody ought to say, I don't care what nobody else does. If I leave here, I'm leaving with my blessing. You ought to praise him like you lost your mind. I don't think you quite got it yet. Somebody in here has been dealing with the same junk for the last too long. And God said, here's a key to get rid of it. Here's a key to handle it. Do something in your praise that you've never done before. If you just clap, why don't you leap a little bit? If you leap, why don't you run the aisles a little bit? Somebody ought to bless him and get his attention. I wonder if we could take about 30 seconds, take a praise break right now. Just clap your hands to the Lord. Shout with a voice of triumph. You are purpose to praise. Somebody just got it. Come on, we ain't serving some second in a trinity. We're serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That at the name of Jesus, demons tremble. At the name of Jesus, mountains are moved. At the name of Jesus, any problem you got can be solved. But you gotta praise him. I know some of y'all are looking over here, Pastor, and you're wondering if this okay. Trust me, he don't mind one bit. If you'll step outside of the norm, outside of the regular, outside of the mundane, and blast the name of... You were purpose to praise. That's why you were made. I wonder if he could just begin to think of what he's done in your life, how he's healed your body, how he's healed your kids. You got a right to praise him. But the problem is we don't understand our design. We don't, you don't understand your design. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You will never see a race car riding down the freeway. 
Unless it's being carried by an 18-wheeler. Carried by something. Now listen, a race car can ride down the freeway. It has steering wheel. It has four wheels. A very powerful engine. It has the ability to ride down the freeway. Come on now. But because of its modifications and designs, it was never designed to be on the freeway. It was designed for a racetrack. Because it's there on the racetrack that I can really do what my potential. Oh, you didn't right. get that. Say it now. I see you. Say it now. And some of y'all are riding down the freeway thinking I need to chase an almighty dollar and God's saying seek ye first the kingdom of God if you just realize I've created you for a place and for a time if you just praise we've We've lost, we've lost the understanding of the power of our praise. Don't you realize what your praise can do? I was in Texas uh, a couple of years ago, and and I was preaching. And before before we got to the to in the church, there's a couple that came and sat right on about the second row. And this older man was sitting there, and he barely moved. And the pastor leaned over to me, and he said, "You see that man right there?" I said, "Yes, sir." He said, "You see that mark on his?" I said, yeah. He said, that right there is a blood clot. It's a miracle he's even in church. You can literally see it through his skin. And he said, he's not supposed to move. He's not supposed to get excited. Nothing. Because if that thing moves, he will die. And we're just shocked that he's even here. I said, well, I'm glad he's here. So we begin to preach and we begin to praise. And things got a little uncrazy, you know, because I'm so shy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and, and I'm preaching and all of a sudden I put my hand on his shoulder and the man does this all right. oh, come on, and, and you know how we are so that, oh maybe I touched him a little too soon yeah. try to act like I didn't see that and I was moving over here preaching to you and all of a sudden as I turn around this way and start walking back to the platform he and his wife both stand up and they walk out I was like, oh, I'm in trouble now. Service goes on. I try not to let it affect me. Service goes on. The place come unglued. People finally realize that if I could just give God some glory, it erupted in praise in that place. The pastor at altar calls getting a text. He's sitting there texting. It was the lady's wife, the man's wife. She's texting him. She said, listen, we're sorry. We didn't mean to just get up, but something happened to Earl. Pastor said, what's the matter? He said, when the preacher touched him, as the place began to praise, he felt a whooshing. He literally heard a whooshing sound. Come on. She, she looked at him and she said, we got to go now because I can't see the blood clot. They got to the hospital. They begin to use all these things to try to find. They said it's gone. It disappeared. This is impossible. You better hear me when you open up your mouth and you praise. It produces power. Am I real? Do I really have to do all that? It's what you were designed to do. Amen. Yes. Amen. 
Do you realize what you are? You have lungs that expand and contract. It pushes up air through your, your, your esophagus and it hits these little rubber band looking things we call vocal strands. And then when it hits that, when you open up your mouth with your tongue and your tongue, you begin to make noise. Make a joyful noise. Do you realize what you are? You're a walking, talking, living, breathing instrument designed for one thing, and that's praise. I'm an instrument? Yes. Don't you wonder why we come in all kinds of shapes and sizes and colors? Who wants to go to an orchestra all of trumpets? God wouldn't do that. He wouldn't make a bunch of Luthers. He would be that mean to the world. Who wants to go to an orchestra and hear nothing but piccolos? No, 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 no. When you go to an orchestra, you see big trombones and you see big, big drums and you see the little person in the back with a triangle. Ding! Why? Because all of those different instruments make some music sound. That's what you are. You are an instrument. That's why a pastor says, come to the house of God. It's not just to be here, but without you, the music don't sound right in God's ears. Your praise is important to God. You're an instrument. Problem is that sometimes we instruments want a little bit more credit than we get. Come on. I hope I get my solo. All right. All right. Hope they see how good I did on my song today. Come on. Come on But you don't understand you're an instrument. You're not supposed to get no credit. By the raising of your hands. Can anybody in here tell me the name of Mozart's piano? Nobody? Do you know the name of Mozart's piano? (laughs) Okay. By the raising of hands, can you tell me if you've heard of the name Mozart? Everybody. See, that's the point. The instrument never gets the glory. Only the master musician. And as an instrument, you're designed to give the master all the... Somebody just got it. It ain't about me. It's about the master. Somebody ought to take a moment and get your blessing right now.
That music right there sounds good, right there. That's what he's looking for. Have, have a seat. Because we got some young people that are saying, do I really got to throw them? I can't do the roll. I the roll, and uh, my knees, some of y'all, my knees are a little tender. I don't know if I can praise God like you do, but listen, you praise God the way you can. If you can only stand, well, bless God, you stand. If you can only shake or wave, you bless him, but you do it in spirit. And the truth. But there's some of us in here still asking, really, why? Why do I got to do that? Do you do you realize that the devil hates you? He don't like you. He don't like you either. Or you, and you're cool. <laughs> has, has anybody taken a moment or the time to figure out why the devil hates you so much? Can I explain that to you? I'm sure you've already heard this, but I'm going to say it again because it's just really, really cool. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he made all kinds of amazing things. Amongst the things that he made were angels, almost like you. You're a lot prettier, though. I want to tell you about three different types of angels. He made warrior angels. Now, these dudes were bad. And above those guys, they, he made this one, one angel. He was an archangel, baddest dude on the planet. His name was Michael. Mike L. L, God. God will always be with you in your fight. That was free. <laughs> Warrior angels, they were good in battle. That's what they were designed for. And then he made these messenger angels. Now, these messenger angels are amazing. They're the ones responsible for bringing forth messages through the realm to get them from God to you. And above them, another archangel, Gabriel. This dude was so bad, he announced the very coming of God. Gabriel. God will always be in the message. But then he made these praising angels, worshiping angels. They were designed to worship, but he didn't put nobody in charge of them. He said, among y'all, I'm going to make one a little bit different so that you can catch the idea of what I want you all to do. That's why there's no L in his name, Lucifer. Because God will only be in your praise if you lift up his name. All right. See When you allow his glory to come through him, that's when God will dwell in your Are you following me? Okay. All right. So he makes this one angel. This angel was amazing. 
beautiful, had all kinds of precious stones inside of him. The Bible talks about his pipes. They were amazing. I want you to think of your top 10 favorite singers, and he could outsing them with no problem. Bad. I mean, just, he was so amazing that when he would open up his mouth and he would give God glory, it would move the entire heavens, including God himself. He would literally move God when he would praise him. And he said, if I can move him, then who's really more powerful? Maybe I should be getting this. And God said, nope, get out and take all of them with you. I'll need you. Are you following me now? Watch, watch this. Now God said, Jesus says, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. You ever see what lightning does when it hits the ground? It hits the earth, and then all the energy or everything that makes up that lightning bolt goes into the earth and it disperses. So catch this. He he saw Satan fall like lightning. Bam! He hits the earth, and all of the ability to move God goes into the earth and disperses. And then God says, I need to make something that will do what this angel won't do. So out of the same ground, he makes you. That's why in 1 Peter he says, ye being lively stones. Everything that was in that one is now in you. I don't know if you, some of y'all got that, but let me make it real plain. The reason why the devil hates you is because you got his stuff. He can't move God no more. Every time you open up your mouth and you give God glory, you cause the king of kings and the Lord of lords to stand up and say, I gotta go. You move God now. Somebody ought to look the devil in the eye and say, you just mad because I got your stuff. And you ought to shout and rub it in his face. Do you get that? You move, God. You move when you open up your mouth. There's power in there. That's why I hate you. Right. I'd be mad if you got my stuff too. But this is the weirdest part here. Not only does he hate you, but he wants you too. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now that's a weird relationship. You hate me. But you want me too. Have you ever thought about why he wants you? I'm glad you asked. Have a seat, I'll tell you. I'm too long. I, I'll, you'll be leaving for your trip in just a minute, I promise. Listen, 
He wants you. Because just like I just explained, you were made a little different than he was. See, he had all this ability. But the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, is that he made you a little bit different than all those angels. You know what he did? He made you in his very image and his likeness. Well, well, what does that mean? If I'm made in God's image and his likeness, that means I could do some of what he did. Well, what did God do? He spoke this world into existence. At his word, the trees were made. At his word, the animals were made. At his word, everything was created by the voice of God. Can I take a sidestep? Because we preachers say this all the time. We need to hear from God. And some of us are going... Can you, can you hear and we beat ourselves down because we can't recognize the voice of God. Right. All right. This is why we tell you to come to church. Because you gotta be around where his voice is speaking. Say it now. Say it now. Listen, don't beat yourself up. Everything recognizes the voice of God. The trees, the plants, the animals. Everything recognizes. We see this when Jesus stepped to the bow of a boat and said, Hey! And all of creation went, it's the master. But not us. God's saying, hey, hang on. We see it also in that same parable. God just calmed the storm and the disciples are running around. I don't know if I'm going to live or die. What's going on? Maybe he was telling them, be still. All right. Talk about it. It's good. It's good. That's the thing is everything's going to recognize his voice because it was created by his voice. But you were not created by his voice. You don't respond to his voice. You know what you respond to? You respond to his touch because he used these to make you. That's why the Holy Ghost is so important because uh, you you get that? That's why you need the Holy Ghost because when you feel him, you know this is God. That was free. Hold on. I can go back to the other part. So, so listen. He, so he literally, he, he said, I, I made you different. You, I made you in his, in his likeness. That means you can do some of what God did. And so if God spoke things into existence, that means there's power in your mouth to create and produce things into the atmosphere. Let me, I don't know if that's scripture. You want me to give you scripture? The Bible says that you have the ability to call things that are not as though they are. There's power in your mouth. Hear me. 
This is the reason why young people and elders now, because it ain't just a young generation issue. The enemy is working so hard to get your mind what he's trying to do. You know how he does it? He does it through music. He gets it through things that you put in your ears. And he's getting our young people to walk around with earbuds so they can block out the voices of God and begin to speak the things that they are hearing in the music. You know why? Because if I could get in your mind, I've got your mouth. And if I got your mouth, I got the power that it produces. That's why the enemy wants you. Because he knows I can no longer move God, but they can. So if I can get them to get their voice, then I can come and completely cause havoc on what he created. Listen, I want you to, I want you to really understand this. Why don't you stand with me? Yeah, I'll give you some hope. Every time you open up your mouth, listen, it's not just to get us excited. It's not just only just to get us moving and, and getting your calisthenics, your exercise in for the day. No, no, no. There's a reason why we praise him. It's because when I open up my mouth, I cause all kinds of things to happen in the atmosphere. And some of us have been dealing with issues and problems and situations. And it's because we just deal with it. And we say, oh, well, I guess this is how it's going to be. And God said, quit claiming that. Open up your mouth and begin to speak against your storm. Why don't you rebuke the winds? Rebuke the waves that's happening in your life. Let me do the change if you'll just praise me. Amen. But you don't, Pastor Cuba. You don't understand. I've been fighting so much. I've been, I've been fighting so much with what I'm dealing with. Some of you have gone to him and said, I'm just struggling with this. I'm fighting with this issue, fighting with that. And you know what his answer is? Just come to church and praise God. And you're like, what does that have to do with anything? Give me the, the silver bullet. I want the silver. And he just did, and you just completely missed it. Come here and praise him. You know why? Let me make that make some sense. See, he realized. You remember those angels I was telling you about? If you're fighting with an issue, you're operating outside of your design. God never intended for you to fight. He said, you praise Listen, somebody just got it. Come on, somebody. I wonder if there's somebody else will join him. Somebody just got it. Let, let me let me let it make sense. If you're fighting, you're operating outside of your design. You remember those those praising angels that got booted out of heaven? Yeah. They're gone. 
<laughs> so the only ones left are the worshiping angels, are the, are the messenger angels and the warrior angels. Only thing that's left. That's what's up there. The Bible says there has to be praise in the heavens all the time. Right. So you know who's doing it? The warrior angels and the messenger angels. And they do a great job. But you know what? That's not what they were designed to do. What are you saying, Brother Luther? I'm saying when you operate in your design, then you allow angels to operate in their design. If you're fighting, you're not in your design. You should be praising because every time you praise, you release a warrior angel to fight your battle for you. But I, but I can't hear from God. I pray and it seems like my, my prayers hit the ceiling. I don't, I can't get a message from God. If you operate in your design, when you open up your mouth and you give him glory, you release a praise, oh, a messenger angel to come down and bring you a message directly from the mouth of God. When you praise. Did you know that in Revelations, the Bible calls this man the angel of the city? You know what kind of angel? He's a messenger. You want to hear the greatest preaching you'll ever hear in your life? It'll come from this man. But it will only happen when you come through those doors and you release him by praying. Your praise releases him to speak a word. Every, every, every eye closed. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but as I've walked through this place, I've, I've felt like there's somebody that's been dealing with something for far too long. I don't know if it's as a church unit. I don't know if it's just an individual, but something is here that has just kind of been locking your praise down a little bit. And you just can't break through that one little barrier. I'm here to tell you that God has sent me to this place to tell somebody this very word. It's not mine. I wish I could take the credit for the word, but the word comes from Psalms 150 and it says, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the temple. Praise him with the dance. Let it, you were created. You were, you were purposed to praise God. I don't know what issue you've got, but I'm opening up this altar right now. If you're brave enough and you'll step out in the aisle for just a moment and come here with your hands lifted, I believe God will break some things that you've been dealing with, some situations. Pastor, I 
believe God will give you this city if you will just praise him right now. Come on, that's it. Don't wait to be pumped or prime. We don't even need music. You're the instrument. Open up your mouth. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. If you were encouraged by this message and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit EphesusChurch.com. Thank you for being a part 